Dr. Angley, is there such thing as insanity among penguins? I try to avoid a definition of insanity or derangement. I don't mean that uh, a penguin might believe he, he or she is Lenin or uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. But uh, could they just go crazy because they've had enough of their colony? These penguins are all heading to the open water to the right. But one of them caught our eye, the one in the center. He would neither go towards the feeding grounds at the edge of the ice, nor return to the colony. Shortly afterwards, we saw him heading straight towards the mountains, some 70 kilometers away. Dr. Ainley explained that even if he caught him and brought him back to the colony, he would immediately head right back for the mountains. But why? A video nasty, 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 a video nasty. Welcome to It's a Nasty World. I'm Ashton Vic Nasty here with Elmo415. So, this is It's a Nasty World, the podcast all about. Uh, censored cinema and the video nasties and uh why don't you introduce this film because we're only doing one film this week but it's a good one yeah this one is necromantic from 1987 and the interesting thing about this there's a lot of really interesting things to say about this movie but one thing in particular is that this movie is still banned in several countries like the controversy of this film has not necessarily even died yet, which is something you can't say about a lot of the other movies we've covered. You know, the uh, the the big scare for, about a lot of these movies have kind of worn out from the other movies we reviewed, but people are really still really freaked out about Necromantic from 1987, and uh, I think that makes this actually a very uh, unique addition to uh, this show. And before we get started... Contact warning, necrophilia, sexual assault, animal cruelty, and a lot of crazy, bizarre-ass shit that's going to blow your brains out. Uh, this one is... Uh, it's like... It's so hard to describe this one. It's like... Because it, it really... It, it's such a vibe film. It's... There's not really a, a hugely coherent plot to it, but I don't know how to... Like, it's German art house necrophilia exploitation film like heavy emphasis on like art house yeah what's you know this is not definitely especially on the kind of podcast this is this is not the first movie about necrophilia that i've seen in my life but this is the only movie i can think of to where they give um a neck um 
a romantic tone to having sex with dead bodies, which I still can't really think of any other movies that have done this, so... It's super funny. So the way I have to... Like, the only way I can interpret this is that it's, like, it, it's done it's done for humor in this case because, like, it is so funny. Like, they're feeling up, like, what's basically a skeleton with stu- with some skin still on. And, like, they're feeling up, like, passionately kissing and making out with. They're, like, like doing, like, the circling your nipple thing, but, like, with it, the gel- gelatinous eye that's still in its socket kind of, like, motion. And like reading love poetry to the to like to like the basically skeleton corpse that they're like just were like fucking it's like there's there's an it's so funny yeah this movie is so weird that sometimes even the necrophilia itself becomes a side note to some of the bizarre things that are going on in this movie like even this movie starts out strange the minute it starts i mean it literally starts out at a woman's feet with her um, underwear wrapped around it, taking a piss on the side of the road. So this is this is the first thing you see yeah. in this movie. Wrote, it is off to a very strange I wrote, start. I wrote in my notes, women be pissing. And yeah. then, because then the husband like immediately complains, oh, we're never going to make it there on time. Because also, this is a West German film. Um, so it's like, I'm going to be doing appalling German accents this entire time. So the husband was like, basically, it's everything subtitled. So it's like, we'll never get to on time if you keep stopping to go to use the restroom every 10 minutes. Like, yeah, women be pissing. That's yeah. this movie's opinion. And then they immediately get killed in a car crash and the opening titles happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's true, with the, noticing the, uh, I never, I didn't notice the foot shot there, but I, yeah, I did not notice the foot shot um, in the, in the beginning of the movie but you'll quickly find, if you continue to watch this movie, the way the director lingers on feet, you can tell he's a, he's a, he's a footman. Yeah, I don't mean, definitely directed by a foot fetishist, for sure. Or at least someone with a major appreciation for feet in some right. capacity. I know, because, uh, actually, my girlfriend has a good theory on, um, pretty much, the, like, you will find through every director, usually, it's like, because most directors, because of the way the industry works out, are guys... Um, like what type of a guy are they? What type, what part of someone's body do they like to objectify? So you're going to find out if they're like, if they're a foot man, a leg man, an ass man, a boob man, you know, it's like, what's, what's up with it? Yeah. I'm sure with how many crazy things happen in this movie, I don't, th- I don't think most people watch this and are was like, huh, I wonder if the director has a foot fetish. You know? No, but it's the same thing. And no, I feel like it's so it's like the way that it like, this kind of lingers like as hard as Tarantino does in fucking um, Once Upon a Time. All right. Yeah. Which is he, like he does go. Which off that movie on that. is just like excessive foot shots. Yeah. I mean, good for him. But because yeah. you know, to be fair, I want to be on the record here. Um, while I am not in defeat, I am a foot ally. So I just want you to know you're in a safe space when you're with me. Even though I'm not into that thing, I appreciate that you are. I am here with you. I stand with you. True allyship. True allyship being vouched from Elmo 415. <laughs> we're trying to stretch this out as long as possible because we're only reviewing one movie today. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Let's get this done. All right. <laughs> so um, 
yeah. So moving on into the movie, um, it shows the the car wreck. The guy's in the front seat. It seems like there's something jammed in his eye. Like the the film quality isn't really that great. So it's but some. It's crazy, and they have this crazy like homemade synthesizer music. They like they clearly knew a friend who knew how to like record shit on like you know record MIDI tracks on like a synthesizer, and so they just did it themselves. And had this very odd synthesizer music kind of over the whole thing. And it's like this, this like cleanup crew comes with like their hazmat suits and just starts like you know like loading them, loading the couple up into garbage bags. Yeah. Which like, and this is I can't think where the, some of their like homemade special effects kind of come in because I guess this movie was like a a no budget movie. Just like it was just they just did it on their own. Just was like scraping together whatever they could. Yeah. But, so it's like okay, they're gonna do it with garbage bags, but for what they did with the special effects, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, the the effects are really cool looking. I guess they the, used real um uh like animal intestines and uh like I think uh eyeballs yeah. for for this and so it's like yeah, that's actually well, that's why that part looks so real because that's why they did it, but they still get like to be like someone's been cut in half and like, you know, the upper body still looks kind of like a real person. Yeah, the only part that will always bother me to this day about that scene is like a dead body cleanup crew that doesn't wear gloves. Oh, They're yeah. just scooping up human remains and shoving them into garbage bags with their bare hands. Ew, like, so it's like Yeah, in real life, like, a lot of people just throw up by the sight and or the smell of a dead body. And these people are just, like, nonchalantly not wearing any face gear, not no protective anything. It's just, like... Well, they have, like, the suits, but that's it. It's yeah. like, it, it, it is so funny that they're not wearing gloves. It's like, like oh, shit, we didn't think about that part. <laughs> yeah, another thing I noticed uh, seeing this movie um, today is that when he comes home from his... The, well, the crime scene cleanup, our main protagonist, he, um... Yeah, he comes home and he has his jacket over the crime scene stuff, the crime scene suit. So that means he just lets his jacket soak up with like blood and guts. Like that jacket has to smell horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's what he uh, he comes home because uh, he's turns out. Uh, oh yeah, no, but first we get uh, before the dude comes home, we get a close up of one of the. Uh, crime scene disposal cleanup guys uh just straight up pissing like it's like a like a like just pissing in a urinal and you don't really get to see the super like a outline of his dick or anything it's mostly like the hand in front of the dick but it's like artfully done like silhouetted behind as like this golden yellow stream just goes out like it's like wes anderson composed the shot of some dude pissing out a urinal <laughs> yeah and they even got like the the thing that that you know people with penises do is they after they're peeing they've like shake their penis a little bit to get uh get a few more drops into the toilet and not on their pants and give it the shake yeah the little sh yeah the little uh little three second shake that people do after they pee in the urinal and it's uh yeah and you don't usually see that in uh movies when they sh i mean it's I not mean, that often that they show people peeing but this just it uh, just you, you, added you, you, this little bit of realism you like, to you it you like the extra to it. it's like oh yeah i mean probably was pissing <laughs> yeah yeah I, oh that was that was real pee i think they were um yeah, people really were peeing. I think the woman at the beginning was probably actually peeing also. No, actually, in spite of the many... God. <laughs> uh, in spite of the many stereotypes about Germans and the uh, Shaisen Yanga porn, pornography, 
Uh, it, it is. It is not entirely. It is not true. It is a stereotype. Uh, much of it we do with a tube and uh, yellow Gatorade. <laughs> and now I am having a strange French accent while I'm trying to do the German one. I should be doing the Werner Herzog German accent when I make fun of Germans in this film for the rest of the time. <laughs> okay. You can't even <laughs> properly make fun of Germans because you can't stick to an accent. No, I see. I was doing like. Uh, like Nazi high commander dude, <laughs> but like like no, I, I, I'm shit at that one. It's too stereotypical. I'll just do the other stereotype, which is Werner Herzog. Ah, <laughs> uh, the penguins sometimes deranged. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they get home. There's a yeah the uh our protagonist has a uh, stolen an eyeball and then you see he has a jar with i think one of them had like a human fetus yeah in he's it. got like fetuses he's got hands he's got all these different organs and body parts i guess he uh, like is and as you see around his apartment it's become clear like oh he collects bones he's got like a charles manson poster like his bones are like in the furniture and shit i don't think he's not like a serious it's not implied that he's a serial killer yet but it's definitely like he collects he has his collection of the human human body parts of, of the flesh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting how it seems like with a few of these movies, Charles Manson keeps coming up. I'm like, I'm wondering when we're gonna get to movies that refer that kind of have references to other serial killers. Like it seemed like I think Charles Manson, especially in the '80s, was like yeah. kind of one of the most known dudes in like uh, yeah. serial killer history. Although I think it's also like. That image of him is like iconic in the way that like the Che Guevara poster is iconic. Yeah, you know it's like or poster photograph. <laughs> yeah, it's just... it, it, but it's like but I think it's also like well the, we were watching a little bit of like a Q and A with the director afterwards and he was saying it, I I read the uh, autobiography or not not the autobiography I was reading a biography of uh, Edvard Gein. <laughs> Man, it's like not... so Ed Gein. Yes, he was reading an Ed Gein biography, and it's like okay, yeah, it's like this definitely is inspired by a you know, there's a little bit of that. I'm just imagining how wild an Ed Gein autobiography would be. That would be one wild ass book. <laughs> I think that would imply that he was literate, but I mean, I think uh, I think he was, but <laughs> I'm also I'm making fun of Ed Gein <laughs> but for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, Ed Gein can't read. Ed Gein can't write. It's like be the biggest asshole about it. Just like be like in insanely ableist to a serial killer. Because <laughs> there's there's nothing else you can make fun of about Ed Gein. <laughs> No other human flaws in his character. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so now we go on and uh <laughs> at the lowest blow you can make to a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next we go on. Uh in my notes I said not fucking cool. We get some stock footage of a dude killing a bunny, hence the animal cruelty. Yeah. But I'm like it's, I was like I was yeah, like, why like, you gotta kill a little bunny? It bro? is this strange like it. I guess it's like I mean it is this strangely extensive and upsetting footage. Or it's unpleasant footage of a rabbit being skinned, but at the same time, this like this is noteworthy of saying that, like they didn't. This wasn't like a cannibal holocaust situation where the, they actually did this for the movie. This was like pre-existing stock footage of um, just the uh, killing and skinning of a rabbit at a um, rabbit farm, so by a farmer. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's unpleasant, but it's just like, yeah, I mean. It's what they do. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, do you, do you want rabbit meat or not? You know, it's like, 
do you want like okay people aren't gonna stop wearing fur but like you know like at least this isn't killing endangered animals it's killing rabbits you know the (laughs) animal that is very famous for being able to breed a lot oh so that's what the hops and beer is made of right (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't help myself (laughs) really (laughs) it's so stupid Are the hops and rabbit made with real rabbits, or do you use rabbit flavoring? <laughs> rabbit flavoring. <laughs> or is it cruelty-free rabbit... Ra- is it cruelty-free rabbit flavoring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... I'm okay, going. wow. I can't believe I humored you with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I sh- I'm, I'm going to show myself out. Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, we're going extra trolly in this episode for some reason. All right, so... Then we get a shot of some character who's just not been introduced yet. He's uh, he's he's like playing with his rifle and he's aiming at a bird and he shoots the tree and it seemed like they were playing some like what it sounded like was supposed to be like patriotic music and he's like got the sunglasses and a bunch of beers on it. I don't know. He just like I kind of got this like almost like he's doing. He, this is is the typical West German. Uh, bourgeois, you know, bourgeois attitude. He's, he he has his material belongings, his his pop patriotic pop music, singing his beers in his backyard, all American Yankee Doodle style. And then all of a sudden, he ends up shooting a member of the working class <laughs> on accident in his pursuit of luxury. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's what they're going for, but I mean, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um... Yeah, so then, uh, let's see, what do we got? Street cleaner, uh, our character gets the, gets another body. The couple has the, ha- gets the body. Then they they got, you know, a really super wet puppet corpse going. Yeah, the corpse the, is wet as fuck. It's a, it's a wet ass puppet, bro. Like, that shit is wet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that they, they're like, they're like feeling it up and they're, they're feeling it up. The, the one, uh, the guy starts licking the eyeball. She's all feeling it up. And then they saw off a pipe and make a makeshift kind of dildo corpse penis, penis thing for the corpse. And then it's good. They're practicing safe sex cause they put a condom on the pipe. So yeah. I'm glad this movie promotes safe sex. And then I guess she presumably fucks the pipe in the zombie. No, not the zombie, but the corpse. It's not alive. Yeah. And then it's like okay. And then, but it's like they they're just. It's like it definitely has to be played for laughs because then it just go. It just, it just it plays like all like you know Vaseline lens like kind of semi slow motion yeah. like like romantic you know, like sex scene up and like they're just playing it totally serious kind of. I mean, or just like. But by doing so, they're just going off the rails with it. Yeah, it's wild. He, like, sucks the uh, the guy while she's fucking riding the corpse dick. He, like, slurps up the eyeball into his mouth and then spits it back in erotically. Like, like it's wild. He's, like, snowballing the eyeball. Yeah, and back into the socket. Yeah, this is a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like, it's, but this section, like, that's the, the section where they start to, like, passionately make out with the skeleton kind of like after the whole like penis makeshift penis sex thing that i didn't like that part one bit i'm gonna tell you this much but the rest of it got really fucking funny it's just like it like they're just like passionately like making out with this like 
skin on skeleton corpse in in a way that's just like this is kind of amazing <laughs> yeah and 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 again it's um this isn't this isn't the first movie to cover this subject but i've still never seen a movie that's like romanticize romanticizes necrophilia the way this movie does you yeah know? it's like it's, it does it in such a way that's so very special yeah <laughs> like this is a one-of-a-kind movie this cannot be replicated or redone or copied this is a once-in-a-lifetime project i mean unless you're counting the sequel but of course the sequel is made by the same people so i mean at the same time it's like yeah this one is like i'm just gonna go ahead yeah recommend man this is great it's yeah like, if you can stomach the content matter if that's like not because it's it's a gross movie but it's like it's also a super fucking funny movie and such a strange watch yeah but so hang on what, what else we got so then oh, it's yeah, like we, there's been they've been fucking this corpse for a while and also but the whole time there's like this two girls one cup music playing the entire time and it's so it's just like the music is totally the vibes of the two girls one cup music yeah. and it's oh god it, like it really it kills the scene it's so good yeah and so eventually he gets fired from his job and the, the girlfriend is just the second he's fired once he t he tells her she's like i'm gonna find a i'm gonna find a, a rich man who's gonna take care of me i was like wow that was harsh like not even a chance to go job hunting just yeah. you got fired from this one job i've given up on the relationship just completely yeah. that was it's ruthless so, it's so great though she she takes the she takes the corpse with her and he comes home and kind of like looks over at the spot on the wall they had hung it up and it's comically not there anymore and it keeps doing it back and forth it's like oh no it's gone oh my corpse she ran out and took the corpse with her it's like, it's like she took the kids she walked out on me and she took the kids like, she walked out on me and she took my corpse I mean, now I'm thinking of like Steve Martin and the jerk being like, I'm only taking this lamp, you know, the scene. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? <laughs> but, um, yeah. And so it's like, if it's like they're doing that with it and it's so, it's so perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a cat for some reason who, who shows up. He's petting this cat. This cat has yeah, so not been in this movie at all, but suddenly we have cat and he's petting cat and he gets angry and puts the bat cat into a garbage bag and slams it against the wall, I guess to take his rage out that his girlfriend walked out on him and took the dead body with yeah, her. It's, and it's so crazy though, because with, the, and then the next scene is him. It's like the cat's, dead body on like a drying rack above a bathtub with him fully submerged in this bathtub and they're doing this super arty shot like amazing filmmaking of him naked in this bathtub completely submerged under the water and the cat corpse is like it's clearly fucking fake it's like it that's like really shitty and then so but it's like but it's also this super artful shot and then it's kind of where you see like the crazy glory like the craziness that is also like kind of glorious about this movie is that like within like rapid succession in three scenes we've just seen like an extreme moment of comedy with like this dis you know like she ran out i mean she took the corpse and then <laughs> you see this like extreme violence exploitation shit you know like you know, killing a cat by slamming it in a bag against the wall and shit and then you see this extreme art house like artfully shot scene you know of him, this guy just like laying in the bathtub and you get all of this in like a two minute time period 
Yeah, this is one of those movies people only have strong opinions about. You know, I was kind of looking, I kind of went through like Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, and all those sites with like reviews. I was like, kind of like, I wonder how this movie's received. And it's always either this is like, it always says disturbing. It's a disturbing movie. Like it, yeah, there's some yeah. there's some content in it that's really hard to watch. But it's always either this brilliant piece of art. Or it, this is just garbage, exploitation, trash, you know? It, this is a very hate... Like, you're either... You're not going to watch this movie and not have a strong opinion about the film. It's not something you can brush over in your mind. No, it's true. Like, this is... Yeah, this is a love it or hate it. Like, you know, you're, you're going to have an extreme... You're going to have an opinion about this film when, you, when you're done watching it. And it's... But so it's kind of perfect. Then he, like, proceeds to, like, rub cat viscera all over him in the bathtub and it's like okay he's like really getting into it as he like was it then he he did then he uh was it uh, goes to a movie he watches a now there's a film within a film where they're like filming part of a slasher movie and or it's like they're watching a slasher film as like this blonde girl in this like really fab white outfit um like runs away from like a dude with a knife and then it becomes like a non problematic non consensual porno, and then it gets like real sensual erotic porno vibes as she's tied up and has her clothes taken off, and then everyone in the in like the audience starts making out and shit, and then um, then he just straight up kills her, and then so it's like okay now it's like snuff porn and it's like I guess it's like this is the 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 commentary on the state of media or something i, I mean i don't know but i don't know like, what this movie's message is to be yeah, honest I mean, to be honest, like okay i wasn't around germany in the 80s yeah and um and you know this is kind of a confusing watch because the sequences just kind of cut over abruptly there's not a lot of fade in fade out like it after that whole whole um there's, movie within a movie it cuts over to he's taking pills and drinking liquor it doesn't show any build up to that it just kind of just cuts to other scenes yeah. so he's making great life choices and he like has like a hallucination dream where it's like he is like a partially decayed decayed corpse and that actually looks really cool uh the effects on that were actually really good uh, it's like you know like half his skull is showing instant shit but then he's like greeted by this like young innocent like woman who's like wearing all white and she hands him a box and within the box is a head and he, they take the head and they prance through the meadows and they toss the head back and forth as he takes innards and flings them around over the sky and is enjoyed and enraptured with the beauty of life slash death all around them. Yeah, it's as weird as it sounds. Like, you know, you, you'll listen to this. If you are listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, you it'll even with spoilers i feel like this movie will be just as weird like no, there's it, there's not enough that can be said to give you the feeling of the is, experience that's of this the thing. movie this is a vibes film it's like someone describing it to you or you reading about it can't do it justice you have to see and experience it you have to let the vibes of it wash over you you have to see it with your eye with your earballs yeah. No, actually not your earballs. Your earballs is what you're listening to with this right now. You have to see it with your eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. So and then after the dream, he's. Um, it looks like he's meeting up with who seems like a sex worker of some sort, or I don't know. They don't make a lot of stuff in this movie. No, that clear. there's not that much dialogue. Yeah, so you're just kind of seeing him in with some random woman in a cemetery that. 
I don't know. I think I assumed that it was like a transactional because there was no, no vibe that they knew no, each other. They, they were, uh, they're, they were credit in the credits. They're, uh, like prostitute. Oh, they were credited as yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that in the credit, but yeah, this movie doesn't make a lot of things clear. So, and then he's trying to have sex with her on a headstone. He can't, he can't get her, he can't get hard. So of course, like she makes a little comment about him not being able to get hard. So then he logically decides to strangle that bitch to death because how dare she? And then, yeah, it's, it's as bad as it sounds. Yeah. And then he rapes her corpse. Um, and it's like, oh wow, this is, um, this is fucking hardcore. Holy yeah. shit. Um, yeah. wow. Uh, fuck me, man. This is, um, okay yeah you, uh, you certainly made a movie um, yeah <laughs> yeah so it's, it it gets darker and darker and um you know you you think it can only be as dark as a corpse threesome but no this this gets darker <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean the corpse threesome is funny as shit this is like <laughs> this isn't funny it's just like oh fuck okay we're back to the they were back to the hard exploitation shit now oh yeah it kind of felt like we were watching like you know some of the other more exploitive you know grindhouse movies that we've reviewed in the past like it's an icky scene this one's just so strange it's just because like it's yeah it's it's the very icky scene but like the director does have like yeah he's like a guy who like has like actual filmmaking ability yeah which is like it's uh yeah it's just like okay and apparently he flunked film school, so no, he 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 wasn't. Uh, they didn't let him in. They didn't yeah. let him in. Okay, yeah, yeah. he couldn't get into film school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't flunk out. He just couldn't get in. Oh, okay, that's what it's. Yeah. So, um, and then I think he's like still at the cemetery in the day, and then this uh, the caretaker caretaker of the cemetery like finds her, and he immediately responds. But... He slices off the guy the top of the guy's head above his jaw. Which is um, corny but really cool looking effects. Like it's yeah. kind of handy, so just but the lower in a cool jaw way. is there, and like the tongue is there, and there's like blood squirting up, and yeah, like they make it collapse to the ground, and like the whole body is like shaking and shit. So it's yeah, like, yeah it's corny, but it is fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then was it? Then he's just like prancing through the field, not as a skeleton man, zombie person, but as a real man. Like in yeah. doing a very, very strange prance through the field upon his like getting away with a double murder, yeah, and, and just like being free with his love of death, yeah, like like yes, I'm prancing through the meadows to celebrate my my uh, corpse rape and strangulation and murder of two people, and I'm gonna skip through and frolic and enjoy the fresh air. Yeah, it's a weird, weird scene. It's weirder. It's weirder than it sounds. Everything. If you think this podcast is weird, try actually watching this movie. No, try. It's like it's like it's funny though. That's the thing. It's really funny. It's and then and then he comes home, and he lies down in bed. And he gets this big ass knife out, and it's clearly oh he's gonna stab himself right in the chest. And then it the, pulls out, and it shows that he has an absolutely just massive throbbing erection. Yeah. And he stabs himself in the chest, and just starts coming buckets. He's like painting the walls. Yeah. Um. It's and start- then he starts coming blood. Yeah. And it's just like. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the most unsettling part, because, like, I mean, obviously that's an extreme scene, but I think the most, like, unsettling thing, it it's, like, 
you see he's coming and then it starts flashing back to the rabbit skinning which yeah, is like doing, which doing... is it's like this this is what's making you come right now this is very unsettling yeah. <laughs> he start yeah they do they start playing the rabbit skinning scene in reverse yeah and then and then he's like he finishes coming and he just like coming like he's never came before yeah uh it's like he's coming super hard because he's dying and then th- then he gets buried and that's the end of the movie and except <laughs> there's a little cliffhanger that's actually for the sequel and there is a necromantic 2 which we'll probably cover way later on at some point but but the cliffhanger it shows a shows a shovel and a woman's foot and heels and stockings starting to dig up his yes, like corpse these, and honestly pl- these fabulous like patent leather like spike stiletto heels and it's like yeah this guy's definitely like a foot leg shoe man and it's like yeah i can i can get behind the shoe i can get behind the shoe and stocking shit yeah so, yeah it's like yeah. that is one thing that's very very clear throughout this and so it's like okay yeah end on a sexy note I'm, I'm into it yeah so that is the movie as a whole it was yeah so it's still currently banned in places was it's banned in iceland uh malaysia singapore and it's banned in where else it's banned in um new Mm -hmm. zealand yeah i think it's banned in australia i don't know if it's still banned in australia but initially it was banned in australia as yeah late back as the early as the 90s and then it just passed the british um certificate british board of film certification um in 2014 yeah. So it, it's like it basically they relaxed their standards enough to allow this in. Um, you know, it only took uh, was it over thirty years? Yeah. I mean, if you do the math from nineteen eighty seven to two thousand fourteen, that was a long time before. It's almost thirty years right there. And, and yeah. I think you know, I think he knew this was gonna be uh, video nasty, so I don't think he even tried to get this distributed in England at all. You know. Oh yeah, no, because what that was part of the uh, video nasty list thing. Uh, the project was to create a chilling effect. Where it's we don't even need to censor this stuff because people either aren't going to make it or they're not going to even attempt to distribute it in this country. So, yeah. you know, like the list did its own did its job for us. Yeah, and um, we watched a little part of the Q and A director. We we're a little limited wait, on time tonight, but wait, it's we... also banned in Canada. It's or not all Canada. It's banned in the provinces of Ontario and uh nova scotia so it's like you can definitely still get it if you live in canada but yeah. like, you know it's just like you might not be able to go down to your local video store and rent it because you know that's a thing you do <laughs> yeah and i actually have the the blu-ray copy of this movie and um yeah we're watching some of the um the q a with the director and he actually had to um, apparently he got in enough trouble to where he had to go to court to get the original film reel back into his own hands. And, um, yeah, yeah, I guess. And that's true. It's that, yeah, it was definitely also banned in West Germany because like he chose not to, he chose only to play it on the adult film circuit. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And he make cuts. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the, because the, he said he was like, he was very about, um, like not making any, he was very angry about how like, almost all horror films were censored in Germany at the time. So he was just like, he was making a film that he would not censor at all. Yeah. I mean, he, apparently he was actually offered a way to, you know, cut, you know, shorten or censor some of the, 
more extreme scenes to where it could get an actual theatrical release and he actually declined he did not want his movie to be tainted with any type of censorship or extra editing he wanted this movie to be seen as is i mean i guess it's interesting too because like at the same time this is his first he said he'd made like 15 or 16 short films on like uh eight millimeter yeah and or not eight super eight yeah on super eight film and or just like videotape really um and so this was like his first like you know, kind of quote unquote feature length film. So at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's also, you know, they also did it for like absolutely no budget. So it was like, well, we're not like, we didn't sink like millions or probably even that like thousands of dollars into this. Fuck this. This is my own thing. We're not, we're not cutting shit. It's like, it wasn't like they were like defying the system. They weren't even going in the system. Yeah. And I mean, I, I have in my notes, it, this movie took about two years to make. Um, he had, he was managed to get most of the actors from other, um, other movies, other short films. So I don't think he, you know, he needed a budget to get any of the actors or actresses in either of these movies. And he said in a Q and A that he had most of the equipment to make the film. A lot of the stuff was stuff that was donated to him. So this movie was really he did what he he made his vision come true with minimal money next to no money making this yeah, movie. Like they probably only just like paid for a small amount of props to be made and then like the film stock and that's probably and then they probably just had to like, you know, source some of the like just some of the props and costuming. And that's probably what they spent all the money on. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they made they had to have made some kind of money cuz they did make a necromantic too. So I mean, it did well. I guess it did well enough on video distri- it probably did well enough on VHS and video distribution because I'm guessing if it's only playing on the adult circuit, it can't have made that much money um in terms of actual theatrical release. So my assumption is yeah, because they got a sequel, it must have done well on VHS. Yeah, I remember during the uh video store era, I I rented this movie on VHS and I remember my mind was blown the first time I saw this movie. I had never seen anything like it. And the only thing that can compare to it is, I don't know, it's sequel, you know? So yeah. that that's saying how unique this movie is. The only thing that has any has ever had any resemblance to this movie was literally the direct sequel to this movie. I mean, it's like, and it does this thing where it's like, it's, part art house part like schlock exploitation but and pretty graphic horror film but it's it doesn't have it while it's artistic it doesn't really quite have like the artistic pretensions of like a film like solo does it's like well i think that's partially because like you know but piero pasolini was already like a well-known and well-established like uh very artistic director so and like they were coming out and this whereas this guy was a young untested uh you know kind of german you know part of like a new wave of german cinema directors in the 80s you know it's like who he just uh like was just trying to make his first movie yeah and this is apparently this is actually um they've made limited blu-rays and stuff and they're actually i got it as a christmas present on my wish list because Apparently there was very limited distribution of this Blu-ray. They didn't make a a whole lot of copies of this movie. So, you know, this one this one is kind of a rare gem of a cult film and, you know, I I can't think of a single place you can actually just 
stream this movie on. You Actually, know? I mean, let's check right now. I want to see where where do we stream? Um, like, I mean, I know there's all sorts of like you know sites where you can like download yeah. free movies, but I'm talking about no, no, like, like official streaming, like yeah, actual yeah. official streaming. Necromantic movie. Hang on. I mean, I'd be even surprised if it's on Tubi, and Tubi has like a lot of obscure movies. Yeah, right. Let's see. I mean, uh, Necromantic. Where can we watch? Where can I watch Necromantic? Wait, can you really watch on Prime? You can you actually? Can you actually? Oh my god! Can we watch this on Prime? Let's see. Is this actually a Prime movie? Uh, is currently unavailable to watch in your location. So. Oh, so maybe it's uh, available in Prime in other countries or something. But... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so it's like, it's technically yeah, it must, it's just not. A, it's probably not available due to licensing issues in the United States. Yeah, so um, I want to, uh, Ashley McNasty, I'd like to hear, uh, so you said earlier, you said yes, you would recommend this movie. Oh yeah, now this is like, if you, here's the thing, if you can, if you feel like you could like stomach like some of the grossness of it, it's not like ultra disgusting, but it's like, it's, it's, for, it's gross, but it's also really funny. If you can handle like the grossness, go do this movie. It's, it's super funny and super fucking strange. And it's like there's enough arty elements to it that's like also like fuck this is so strange. It's like it has this strange uncanny quality because of the way it's shot, and even it's it's brilliant and intentional. Yeah, and I I would recommend it for all the same reasons. And if nothing else, I would say that this is a, a unique film that you will never see anything like this movie. Like you know sometimes there's movies where you can say like. Oh, if you're into this genre, you should watch this instead. This movie is its own thing, and I don't think it can be recreated. I don't think there's any director that could actually reboot this movie or do it justice in the way the film was made to be. So, yes, I also highly recommend this movie for all the same reasons, and uh, yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. So this was yeah, this one was crazy. We felt it deserved its own episode because of just how just what a strange film this is and what an experience it is. Yeah, it's like don't take our word for it. Go watch the movie. <laughs> Go watch reading, it. reading Rainbow style, but more watching Rainbow. <laughs> because we don't fucking read. <laughs> Stay nasty. Stay nasty.